podcast with Chip and Christy, and we uh, just wanted to come back. We missed you last week, and that's my fault. I uh, had a little back injury, uh, but things happen. But this week, we wanted to come jump back on and talk more about business with you guys, more about networking, and of course, more about the edge. Uh, we empower, develop, grow, and educate business owners and help mold them into business leaders and pillars of their community. Um, today, we are going to talk about strategic innovations and how every business has to stay ahead of the curve at all times. Uh, you can't just sit back on your feet and relax, even though you finally got that uh, comfortable amount of customers or clientele or however you want to look at it. Uh, you, you know, if you, the minute you start missing those innovations and upgrades in business is the minute that business starts passing you by. Um, Christy, what's what's been the the latest innovation in business or what 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 was the biggest what's the most crucial thing that's happened to business recently now not not even covid after covid what do you think's been the newest thing now that people are having to stay ahead of readjusting to the world opening back up i think they had to kind of pivot that was the word of 2020. Uh, and uh, you have to change with the times. Depending on where you're at, you have to really strategically innovate all the time in your business. It's not this once a year rain dance that people do or this once a decade rain dance. Now, I feel like you have to innovate your business weekly, monthly, sometimes hourly, depending on what kind of business that you're in, because the world is just changing like never before. Constantly. And there's something new almost every day. I swear I hear something new in the news. I almost quit paying attention to it because uh, <laughs> unless it's affecting my daily business, because like you say, you have mm -hmm. to keep up with it. It's constantly um, adapting and pivoting itself. Uh, business is never really just stagnant, staying the same in any niche, any field of work, whatever you do. It's always consistently rotating and doing some kind of changing and upgrading and the systems change. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I believe it's when the computers first started even coming to the scene. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I remember hearing all my dad's friends and everybody, oh, I'm never going to, you know, I don't need a computer for my business. And, and nowadays, if you're running a business without a computer, you're you're almost like a skeleton that's already, you know, six feet. It's it's just a business that's barely scraping or not learning how to adjust with the times. Exactly. Um, it's it's amazing, too. And, you, and if you're not the one doing the innovating, somebody else is. Yeah. And that's, that's what's bringing in the business, too, most of the time. Yeah, and str strategizing on innovation in your business is something that has to be inundated in the organization um, 
for customer service, for um, the skills that you have, for everything. Uh, I bet, you know, the people that had the flip phones thought that, you know, this is the newest thing, right? Like, yeah. we're going to yeah. have flip phones forever. And then the iPhone comes around. Thank you, Steve Jobs and Apple. And it totally changed the market. Uh, one we talked about recently was Blockbuster and how they... They kind of ignored Netflix, didn't think that streaming was a big thing. I just saw an article today about how the theater industry is having to innovate because in 2020, COVID hit and everything was closed down and now they're reopening and now um, they're having movies that aren't being streamed like uh, Fast and Furious 9, I believe. I think it's Fast nine or something There's like that. There's tons of movies. Yeah. And new shows on these new streaming networks that are having their own actors and actresses. Yeah, it's a new game. It's a completely yeah. new ballgame. And they're struggling because everybody is used to being at home now and streaming it. So Furious 9 only was uh, put out in theaters. It wasn't streamed anywhere. And still, those companies are down 50% compared to where they were in 2019. So theaters need to innovate quickly or they're going to be something that has been wiped off the face of the earth also because us as humans are used to just clicking a button now and it being in our home, you know, we all upgraded our home theater systems last year because we couldn't go to the movies. So it's like an experience in your home. So that's an industry that needs to strategically innovate to get butts back in the seat or they're going to be a dinosaur in business. Our kids will be like, I remember when I was a kid going to a movie theater, like with a rotary phone for us, right? Or a telephone booth. Uh, wiped off the face of the earth. Payphone, goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ability to reinvent the basis of competition with existing industries and invent t- entirely new industries, just like the streaming people have, right? They, they've created this air that goes to your home, right? And you can watch a movie. So they've had to reinvent the (laughs) basics uh, so that we'll take those and eat them up because uh, if not, it's going to be wiped off the face of the earth. Another one that needs to innovate very quickly is vending machines. Those things, that was wiped out with COVID, right? And I still go into the Walmart and uh, they... They're all, uh, they're all like taped off. Like, what are those people doing? That's how they made their income. And now it's gone, mm-hmm. right? So they have to innovate. There's something out there. I heard of beauticians during COVID that they, they were closed, right? They couldn't do anything. So I heard of beauticians that innovated and they uh, put the hair color in a box and then they sent you a video and instructions how to color your hair at home, right? Entirely new industries were created because of COVID, but entire industries were wiped off the face of the earth because they didn't innovate. They didn't strategically innovate. And there's tons of different scenarios with different fields of work that that are very similar to that. Um, I mean, there's tons of people, especially if you think about it, everything shifted to the home. Yeah. Everybody's either trying to learn how to run a business out of their home 
or their boss is saying, okay, look, you did better while you were at home. Now, me personally, I'm not the type of person that's going to work well at home. I needed an office, which is why I got one. Uh-huh. But I mean, some people are just great and they, they do produce well at home. And the office is almost not even needed. Another industry right now is almost commercial real estate in general, office space. Um, people are, are shifting to the house. So what can these people with office space do to make, you know, or I guess, do you start finding new markets or what do, what do you do? You know, find people like me that just need small spaces. Yeah. Uh, but, but that's another industry that's going to need to figure something out because a lot of all people aren't going back to the offices. Exactly. That's what I did. I realized I could do everything I do from yeah. my phone. So mm-hmm. I seriously dropped that $2,000 plus a month for that commercial office space in Hewitt, Texas, and uh, moved everything to home. And as you see on my videos, I move around quite a bit because I can do it from my mom's house. I can do it from my cousin's house. I can do it from my house. I could do it from the yard if I need to. I innovated and that cash is going in my pocket now instead of making somebody else rich. So commercial, another one that's going to have to innovate is realty. Realtors are going to have to innovate real quick because there's a housing crisis that's looming. Yeah, if they're not already, if you're not plugged in in certain areas already and you're wanting to get into real estate, because there's so many realtors out there nowadays. Yeah. I mean, Christy, that is something that I've noticed everywhere. It doesn't matter where you go. There's so many people in that niche now, in that field of work now to where it's so flooded. Even if there was a bunch of houses, it would still be in trouble, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, but I mean, obviously, it's it's still, I, or is it still at like a 50%, like half of the realtors are getting a house every month or something? Like they're not filling up. I forget how they put it or how their wording is, but... The real real estate uh, industry has definitely been the ones that aren't plugged in have been having issues and not just plugged in. They aren't the hustlers that aren't the one percenters, you know, that are out there getting it every day. Yeah, I can't remember the statistics, but it's a really like seven percent, seven to ten percent of realtors make over forty thousand dollars a year. It's not that many, and that's when inventory was. Uh, you they had inventory, but now uh, the last time I heard that the inventory is so light in the Waco, Texas area that. People are scrambling to get houses to sell. There's plenty of lookers, but there's not enough on the market. And I'm hearing every week of people that have rental properties now that are tired of doing rental properties and they're selling them to uh, make bank because there's such high demand for it. But it was supposed to on 630 be a housing crisis, but Biden signed into law that they kept furloughing those uh the evictions and they furloughed the mortgage payments for another period of time so that housing crisis was kind of pushed off they keep putting a band-aid on the industry on this artery that's gonna like explode one day Mm -hmm. and um 
that that housing crisis is looming and I don't know what all these realtors are going to do. Hopefully they save their money. But in Waco, Texas, which is a couple hundred thousand people in surrounding area, there is over a thousand realtors. So and the majority of those, I think it's about 75 to 80 percent are part timers. So they do it, you know, they're a school teacher and then they do realtor on the side. Um, so there really is going to be a feeding frenzy when this housing market kind of bubble bust and it becomes a buyer's market instead of a seller's market but they're gonna have to innovate they're gonna have to those people that do this full-time for a living are gonna have to innovate so um, somebody has done it before somebody made it through 2008 somebody made it through 2001 Figure out what they did to innovate in their business and tweak it to you so as to one of the keys to strategically innovating is be ahead of the trend, not the pioneer. The pioneer gets arrows in his back. Think of Jeff Bezos. Um, even people we know, Chip and Go Joanna Gaines, nobody had really done what they'd done before they'd done it. And they get all these arrows in their back because they're the pioneer. Yeah, uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Big one. Yeah, who's building that amazing uh, yeah, the dude's plant in Austin, smart, but Texas. A lot, of people, Thank you. a lot of people don't even like him, though, you know? No, no. He's got all yeah. these arrows in his back, right? But that's because they're the pioneer. If you want to do what they have done, you can see what they've done. And it takes those decades and puts them into days for you, right? If you listen to them, read up on them, study them like we do, and just be ahead of that trend. If you can be ahead of the trend, that's strategically innovating. Not reinventing the wheel. You want to learn from the people that have done it before you and model after them. That's what we did with Edge, right? People have done what we wanted to do and then we tweaked it to what our entrepreneurs are really looking for. We weren't the pioneer, so we didn't get arrows in our back and as we build it, we won't. But uh, we have to be a little bit ahead of the trend to keep going and innovate our business. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's a constant battle, no matter what. It's a con- There's always going to be change. I have no doubt that we will see a lot more change um, in the near future. You know, like things are going to constantly, until everything readjusts itself, things are going to just keep kind of stacking on top of each other. And and it's like you said, they'll probably keep putting the band-aids on the wound, on the knife wounds. Uh, you know, this because that's just kind of how what our country is known for. You know, it's kind yeah. of what we do. Um, that's but, probably why we're trillions in debt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While there are people in the streets, you know, making billions of dollars, you know, so yeah, but uh, the money's there, you know, and as long as you stay ahead of the curve, constantly think about your business and what you can do, the best way to get your services, your product to your clientele and just keep figuring out new ways to get it to them, to get the idea to them, to get the thought to them, to get your name to them. And eventually you're going to keep on, you'll, you'll, as long as you're staying on top of it, you'll stay ahead of the curve. Exactly. Another thing for strategic innovation, another key to the strategic innovation is to ensure that there's an 
infinite upside. So when you're looking at strategic innovation, you want to look at things that there's an upside for your business. Um, you want to make sure that you're going into something that's viable to your clients and consumers. So if you're you're thinking, you know what? I'm tired of residential real estate. I'm going to make the move and go to blah, blah, blah. And uh, maybe it's commercial realty and selling, you know, to movie theaters. This is not the right time. <laughs> this is not the right time. So maybe you need to think about how you're going to move in real estate to something that has an infinite upside. If you're going to move from vending machines, think about what's going to have an infinite upside. Are you going to want to sell all your vending machines right now? Not the right time. Because no, if you sell them, it's that. going to be pennies on the dollar. Go well, ahead. Not just that, though. There's tons of um, new things going into vending machines right now. There's there's new types of vending machines out there. If you own vending machines, just start rethinking what you can put in there. Think of a store. Think of what they have. And then imagine if you could make a mini part of that store and put it in another store. And that pitched. You know, there's tons of things you can do. Um, because I've seen like uh, PPE um, products, you know, oh, yeah. uh, machines, and I've seen them all over the place. Obviously, airports, but and that's a place you want to get with. I'm sure they have contracts, but there's tons of places. If you think about it, it's just a small, it's a mini part business. So if you find somebody with products, somebody with something, and get it in front of other people, the whole point of business is to get your product in front of other people, and you have a vending machine which can put people's products in front of other people. Yeah. So there's different ways to look at it. It doesn't have to be snacks anymore. Um, you just have to figure out how to tweak that machine to, to let out whatever it is. Exactly. So my daughter used to work for a pie company and they innovated right before COVID hit. They uh, decided to start putting their pies instead of having um, brick and mortar, which is very expensive. They had a brick and mortar down by Magnolia in Waco, Texas. The rent was $5,000 plus a month. That's a lot of pies that you have to sell, right? And mm -hmm. so they wanted to franchise their business, but it wasn't feasible at that time because brick and mortar was just so expensive and then COVID hit. What they did was started putting their pies in gas stations. They don't have to pay for brick and mortar. They don't have to pay for employees anymore. Yeah, they're probably paying out some of their money that they would have been taking in, but it would have been paying those expenses anyways. So they innovated now everywhere in central texas has these pies that you can purchase and it's in front of way more eyes they don't have to advertise it was very innovative what they did they did the right thing at the right time because if they would have done it maybe a year earlier it wouldn't have been the right time but since covid hit right it was the perfect time to start sliding that stuff in there and it was pretty amazing to see their growth and talk to them and see what they're doing um, a year later, they're thriving, whereas if they would have tried to keep all those extra brick and mortar locations open, it probably would have bankrupted them. So it's really cool to see companies innovate to get, you know, change it up, 
the infinite upside. And then the third key to strategic innovation is to bring in new voices, new questions, new conversations, new perspectives, new passions. And here's one a lot of in, in entrepreneurs don't like to do is new experiments because they're scared of the change that you were talking about. I hear entrepreneurs all the time go, you know, I'll be happy when I don't have any more problems. I get all my issues figured. Here's one of the things about life. If you're two years old or if you're 110 years old, there's always change. You have to figure out and deal with the changes in life. And if something's not working, you have to have new experiments. You have to try new things. There's always going to be problems in life, problems in business, and you have to learn to deal with them and innovate. Yeah, there's always going to be something in front of you. There's always, and that's the thing, uh, I'll be happy when, right? That's yeah. just, it's, you got to love that. Everybody loves to say that. But the truth is, is when that happens, there's going to be something else that pops up, another goal you need to achieve, another, uh, you know, another edge you got to jump off of. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always something, there's always something that's going to need to move you to the next point in business, to the next point in life. Something will always happen. So even when you achieve everything you think you're done, there's going to be something else because it's still life. There's still going to some, something else. The curveball will happen, I promise. It will. Taking risks, breaking the rules, being on the edge, and a maverick of sorts is more critical today in business than it has been ever before. So you've got to be on the cutting edge or you're going to get wiped off the face of the earth in business in 2021 and beyond. You have to strategically innovate. I saw so many people that were like, I just don't know what to do. Well, take that stress and, you know, turn it into creating a solution instead of focusing on the problem. I had a conversation with my husband over the weekend where he was just fixated on something, you know, the kids were doing in the problem. And I said, you know what? We need to talk about the solution, not about the problem. Entrepreneurs spend 95% of the time on the solution, not the problem. And that's part of strategic innovation is you've got to get over that hump, right? For... Mm -hmm you to be able to make those changes you need to make. And if the changes don't work, try something different. If the changes don't work, try something different. Get new voices, new questions, new perspectives, new passions, new experiments to strategically innovate your business in 2021. For sure, 100%. And always, always look ahead. You know, don't, don't start stopping and looking in the past and worrying about worrying about everything else. Just think about how you can solve the problem that you have in front of you. Solve it, go to the next. Solve it, go to the next. And that's that in itself, in a nutshell, is being an entrepreneur. Yeah. It's just yeah. these incremental improvements that allow you to maximize your profit. If you were a remodeling person in 2020, nobody was letting you in their houses. So you had to innovate and go in a different direction. 
when you dominate your industry, you are doing these incremental improvements and asking your question, your questions, right? Your new questions. How can I make this better for my customer? How can I make this better for my clients? And when you have this in your company, it changes the model of your business to the world. And you're a part of that top 1%. So you've got to do the, and it's not like taking everything you've done and throwing it out in the window. It's a 2% change. When somebody's butt ugly and they go in to the, to the um, plastic surgeon because their nose is like this, right? They don't say cut the whole nose off. What they do is this two millimeter change to make their butt ugly nose become a beautiful nose. And that's what you do in business and in life. It's not throwing everything out the window. It is these small two millimeter changes that will change your life, will change your business and change your customers' lives from what you're doing. It's just incremental two millimeter shifts that change your life and your business. It's not throwing everything out the window. And, you know, it's funny when you put it into words like that, I I can look back and think, oh, yeah, yeah, that's I've had those. I know I can remember exactly when I learned this lesson and I I ended up shaving off 50 to 100 bucks a month because of it. Mm -hmm. And I made, you know, my profit margin a little bit wider. But you notice those little bits of changes you do. And I can go back you know, now that we've talked about it and then put it into words in my mind, I can go back and like, look at the exact moments when those little shifts happened. And when I was able to, and that's the thing is catching it and actually taking action on it. And that's, that's one of the biggest things you have to, you know, just because you found a solution doesn't mean you've actually implemented it. So, you know, take action on your business for sure. That's one of the biggest things is constantly be taking action. Exactly. You can't just listen to this podcast and go, okay, I want to innovate. You have to take that action. You have to do something. When I was in franchising and I had lots of franchisees, we would have calls like this. And then none of them would go out and do anything. They wouldn't make any sort of changes. None of them are left on the face of the earth now, except for my business, right? But they they wouldn't take that action that was needed they thought when they bought a franchise that they would have no problems that's not how it is it's still a business and 95 percent of all businesses don't make it in the first five years they have to innovate and stay in business and you have to take that action you can have all the knowledge in the world knowledge is not power action like you said chip is what the what the power is yeah, it's implementing that knowledge. Yeah. Uh, it's not just having the knowledge, it's doing something about it as well. Exactly, exactly. So how are you going to strategically innovate your business listeners? What are you going to do? What new voices, what new questions, what new perspectives, what new passions, what new experiments are you going to brainstorm on to change your business two millimeters at a time? Yeah, and that's all it takes is just changing it a little bit at a time. And eventually you'll find your comfortable, you know, pattern and you'll figure out, oh, this is the actual business that I opened, not what I visioned, yep. <laughs> you know, two years prior when I started it. Uh, that's happened to me a couple times, too, where I'm like, oh, man, my business isn't going anywhere where I thought it was going to be going. 
but it was still moving forward and it was still going. So, you know, I, I love that is I, I've talked to a bunch of different business owners and said, man, when I set out to do this, this is not at all what I plan. And these are people that are comfortable, have a great business going and that, but they just found where they fit in their, in their niche, in their town and, and with their people. And they, you know, basically optimized it and took advantage of it, uh, which is what our goal. That's what my goal is with my business. Find where I fit, find, take my spot and just be, you know, be yeah. whatever that business is that I built, <laughs> whatever it becomes, you know. Yeah. Have you ever seen that uh, cartoon on social media that it goes, you know, what I thought success was, was from point A to point B, but really yeah. going from point A to point B is like a roller coaster. <laughs> like it's yeah. never exactly what we thought it was going to be. Think about, you know, marriage. It was ever what we thought it no. was going to be. Having children. Is it what we thought it was going to be? No. So Nothing is. business is just like life. It is a yeah. roller coaster ride. So you have to be able to innovate. <laughs> For sure. It's, um, it's the day before high school. And when you completely picture and lay out exactly what you're going to do the next day. And then the next day comes and you hit that stumbling block and nothing goes the way you planned it. You know, that's exactly. just how, that's how business goes. That's how life goes. So be ready to, to constantly innovate and change with the times. But at the same time, just be ready to solve problems because that's what you're going to get as an entrepreneur. You're going to get problems to solve, not necessarily problems. Oh, I got too many problems, uh -huh. but like math problems, you know, like issues and situations to solve and get over. Exactly. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's that. What the question is this week to the listeners is what's your plan right now to to innovate your business to the next level, like to take to change and, yes. and find your spot and your niche in your town. Uh, so that's the challenge from the edge for the week is to find how you're going to start standing out in your niche. What's going to make you be the the go to person in your field of work? Yes. So brainstorm on that over the next week and join us for the Edge Live on Thursday at 8.30 at La Marvelosa in Waco, Texas. Yeah, right on the corner of 24th and Waco Drive. Um, great little spot. Yeah, so come by, check us out. Uh, the the in-person meetings just have that much more of uh, energy. You know, it's it's actually... The, the energy that we put into it is what we get out of it. And we've had tons of great experience just through these meetings. Um, tons of people that have completely shifted and changed their business for the better uh, just by showing up, listening to what we had to say and implementing it into their businesses. Uh, Christy, is there anything else that you wanted to go over about strategic innovations? No, I think that we wrapped it up. You guys really think about how you can strategically innovate your business and make that incremental improvement to change your business through those new voices, new perspectives, new passions, and uh, have an amazing business. Two millimeter shifts at a time. Yeah, just be ready. Be open to change and be ready to take that action. Uh, so, guys, we love you. Stay safe. This is uh, the Edge Podcast with Chip and Christy, and we'll see you guys next week.